0: Alright, welcome back to C F B Overtime Podcast number seven. Got Tyler and Norman. Chris and Garrett couldn't make it. So we're gonna do predictions for this upcoming week, uh starting with number thirteen, Wisconsin at Michigan.
1: Um I'm interested in watching that game, honestly. Uh only because it's in it's in Ann Arbor and yeah. Wisconsin's come off of uh, two weeks not being able to play. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how how well they play and uh, if they can, you know, execute against Michigan. So um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Wisconsin on this one. I don't know if Michigan can pull it off. They just haven't been playing good ball here lately.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's definitely going to be interesting, like you said, with Wisconsin not playing the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, And then – Michigan obviously having the reps and stuff, man, like, they might be a little bit more. They obviously yeah. have more reps throughout the season so far. But they're just struggling right now. Like, I don't yeah.
1: know what's going on in, in Michigan right now.
0: Yeah, and then, like, I mean, Wisconsin was looked really good in the first game. <laughs> and that quarterback, Graham Mertz, looked really good in the first game against
1: yeah.
0: um, Illinois. But, like, how's he going to do against uh, a better defense talent-wise? I mean, obviously, their scheme hasn't been great. You can tell based on their – wins, but talent-wise, Michigan obviously has a way better defense than Illinois. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how he does against a better defense. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go Wisconsin, too, but I do think there is a chance that Michigan could win just because they have been playing. Right. And, I mean, Harbaugh maybe is obviously a decent option. You
1: know, he's got his job on the line, so he's got to pull this win off. So yeah, He's got to get He's got to get something going because uh, he's running out of time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. His, his
0: days are uh, ticking. And then uh, Chris went for Wisconsin too, and I don't have Garrett's yet, but um, okay, yeah. So, so we're on the same boat, we're on here the sure. same page in that one. So
1: next cool. game we got Arkansas at number six, Florida. Man, that's going to be interesting as well, man. Felipe Frank's coming back into Gainesville. You know, they they lost a little bit of faith in him once. Kyle Trask blew up in that Kentucky game last year. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, Felipe had some great moments at Florida and some bad moments at Florida. Um, I, I mean, I will say he was a better quarterback than what we've had since the Tebow era. Um, so I do believe he's going to want to come back to Gainesville and want to get that W. I know that's going to mean a lot to him, but, you know, got to roll with Florida, of course. You know, so uh, I think Kyle Trash may have another big game. Um, it just depends if defense shows up again. And I know offense, you know, they're going to do their thing. But, you know, I got Florida, man. Yeah, I
0: think um the, uh, Florida's favored by 17 and a half. But I, I definitely think Felipe is going to come out with something to prove. Yeah. Um, and I this might be a week that Florida's defense has a letdown because of how they played last week. Um, like everybody's so hyped at how good they played last week against Georgia defensively and yeah. they come out this week and kind of lay an egg and I just play hope that, play like crap. Yeah. But if right. that's I the case, hope- I, think, I think Florida's offense can carry them to a win if their defense plays like crap.
1: Oh, for sure, definitely. I just hope, like, last week's win doesn't get too much of their ego going and then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's our- Arkansas, you know, like, yeah. we can get an easy win. Uh, I mean... Like I said, Felipe Frank, he's looking to get that that win in Gainesville. So,
0: yeah, I think you can kind of see that with the A and M game too. I mean, they were ranked number four, they right? Were, they were riding on really high end, and then got knocked up, knocked back down by a team that they probably should have beat, and it's kind of getting held over their head at the moment with them being right behind them. But um, um yeah, for sure. I I definitely think I'm going to go with Florida this game too. They definitely shouldn't drop the game, and I it, it might be a little bit closer than what definitely the,
1: not. Yeah, it's what the night,
0: spread ends up being,
1: but right, it's a night game in Gainesville, so you know those are prime time games, so they got to win those. Um, but you know we'll see.
0: Yeah, I think um like I said, I I think Florida's defense may have a drop off just because of how good they
1: played last week. Right, but
0: I think their offensive firepower should be able to out outscore uh, yeah. Arkansas if their defense doesn't end up playing definitely.
1: Crappy. I mean so. I think I think if you know Arkansas shows up to play like they get they did against you know A and M early in the season, um I think they can put up some points on Florida's defense to be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. Um next
0: game is the number two Notre Dame at Boston College.
1: Ooh that's gonna be interesting as well.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to watch that due to the fact of how good Boston College played Clemson. Right, right. Yeah, because like they
1: gave they gave Clemson a run for their money. So, I thought they were going to pull an upset that week, but you know, Clemson pulled it out, and we'll see what happens this week. And I mean, their their Boston College's quarterback has put up some numbers. I mean, two thousand yards,
0: bad. fifteen touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, overall, he's playing better than. Uh, Ian Book, he has three more interceptions. The Ian Book's one. But, um, I mean, Boston College has been a good team this year. Uh, their defense is – I mean, their defense is averaging a given up 373. Right. Uh, which, I mean, isn't the best, but they seem to be playing pretty tight. Like, they, they beat Syracuse 16-13 at the beginning of the year – or yeah, the yeah. last week. Um, they beat Pitt. They lost to Virginia Tech by a lot, actually – they beat Georgia a decent Georgia Tech team and then only lost to Clemson by 6. So we know how yeah. that game went. So I mean I I definitely think they can give Notre Dame <clears> scare, <throat> especially if Notre Dame comes out there thinking, "Oh, hey, oh, it's just sure. Boston College."
1: Yeah. Like we just knocked off Clemson last week. You know right, I mean? right. Yeah, like you know, no, like all you Notre Dame fans out there, you better you know keep it, keep your uh toes and heels on the ground cuz this is going to be a good one. Yeah, um
0: I'm gonna go Notre Dame though, just because I I don't see Boston College beating them, and if they do, it's definitely gonna be an upset. I don't think anybody's picking Boston College to win. No,
1: so. no, like I would want to go for like if if I if I knew that Boston College had it in them, I would go for Boston College. I would want to see them, you know, upset the number two ranked team in the nation in Boston College. But, um, you know, like Chris talks about all the time, you know. They are what they are. They're ranked number two for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, as much as I don't want to say, I'm going to have to go with Notre Dame. All right. So, next up, we got number 23, Northwestern at Purdue. Now, this one's interesting, too, because these two teams are two both undefeated, undefeated in the yeah. Big Ten. So Yeah. On that uh, crappy West side. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I haven't really watched much of Northwestern or Purdue. So, I'm just going to go off of, uh, you know, just to throw it out. There's like a burn kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go with Northwestern on this one. Yeah, man. Uh, Purdue's defense looks terrible. Yeah.
0: They played two games, and they're allowing average of 466 yards. Oh, my. And, and they, so played, they played Iowa. An Iowa oh team who's not known to put up numbers.
1: Oh, my. And,
0: and Illinois. So, they haven't played two Ooh. great
1: teams. Yeah, no.
0: And they're giving up 466 yards on average. The offense must be doing something then, if they're still two 0 They're averaging 421.
1: Mm, it's not terrible.
0: Quarterback has five touchdowns, two picks.
1: Mm, not terrible. I mean, those are pretty bad numbers.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, Northwestern's quarterback has three touchdowns, three
1: picks, and they're undefeated. So yeah, it's. I don't know, man. Like I said, it's. I haven't really watched any of them play, so. It could be a shootout, it could be a defensive game, you know, who knows.
0: Yeah. Uh based on ranking, I'll probably go Northwestern and I mean Northwestern's always been a, an okay team.
1: Yeah, they're not they haven't been bad, like the few they're years the year they watched made them play.
0: They the year they made it to the Big Ten championship. Yeah. And they played against um Dwayne Haskins. And obviously that I mean, you're not Northwestern can competing with the Hawks right. on a big stage like that. But um but
1: at least they made it. So yeah,
0: exactly, and obviously the the uh,
1: west side of the conference is terrible compared uh, to the east. Yeah, I mean we had that one year where Purdue upset Ohio State, but that's about the only big well, game. Iowa. Iowa too, but oh yeah, that is true. But Ohio those... State, Ohio State doesn't drop like
0: if you look at like big like bowl game like uh, Big Ten championship games. The last time Ohio State lost to a West team was Michigan State back in twenty. 2013.
1: Yeah. So, um, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, like you said, based on rankings, I'm going to have to go Northwest on this one. Just hopefully they pull it out, pull a win for me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So,
0: so we got 11 Oregon at Washington State.
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure on this one because, you know, Washington starts hot every year. I mean, they start undefeated, like, the first four or five games, and then they drop the next five games. Yeah. So, Washington State, they're they're up-and-down team every year. I loved them when Mike Leach was there, when Garner Minshew was there. Um, I actually thought, you know, the last year Garner Minshew was there, he, they were actually had the opportunity to fight for the Pac-12 championship. But then, like I said, they dropped those last few games of the year, and... You know, couldn't pull it off, but you know Oregon still that firepower offense. Um, defense still has got to step up, but I think offense is going to carry them for the win. So I got Oregon on this one. Yeah, they're um ten and a
0: half point favorite at the moment. Um, Washington put up four fifty six four hundred fifty six yards in their first game. Yeah, gave up four fifty one. Oregon put up four ninety six in their first game and gave up four thirteen. So. I can see it being a shootout.
1: Most definitely, and is, mean, it, is it in Oregon or is no, it in Washington? It's at,
0: at Washington State? At
1: Washington. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, it mean, I could be upset. Who knows? The Pac-12 doesn't play much defense. They're kind of no, like the Big 12. No, not really, in my opinion. But um, I think talent-wise, Oregon should easily win, or it win by a decent amount, at least two scores, and um, yeah. especially if. Especially if they run the ball like they did last week, which, like I said, last week was very surprising to me because Oregon's never known been known for a running team. Never, even when they, even when they had DeAnthony Thomas and them, like they still weren't known as a running team. Yeah, no, I mean
1: they ain't, they were
0: they were a big pass threat, and I mean they obviously ran the ball, right? But they it wasn't as much like if you see like Alabama, Najee Harris, like like a power run team, you know? Right? I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I agree definitely. Um, but
0: uh, I'm gonna say Oregon at least by two scores, ten ten fourteen points at least.
1: Yeah, like you said, in Oregon. Um, we'll see though. I mean, it's in Washington State, so you know they're gonna look. They're gonna be looking for that win at home too. So
0: yeah. Uh,
1: so last game we got is Miami at Virginia Tech. Ooh, that's always a good game. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, it's always a close game every year. Uh, Crazy-
0: Dude, crazily enough. Virginia Tech's favored to win the game by two and
1: a half. Really?
0: Points. No, two points, yeah.
1: Wow. And, and I mean, Miami's still, they, they have that one loss against Clemson. But honestly, man, like I keep telling you guys, I like Miami. I think they're the sleeper team in the ACC. And that being said, that reason is because I like DeAir King. DeAir King's a hell of a quarterback, man. I think he could carry them. Um, I wouldn't say to ACC championship game, obviously because Notre Dame and Clemson's probably going to meet up each other again, but I don't know. Like I, I had hopes for North Carolina, but Miami, I mean, they can, they can do something this year.
0: Yeah. I, um, I like Derek King. Right? I think he's probably the best quarterback that they've had in a while. Yeah. Even better than, um, uh, who was that one quarterback? They had number 15.
1: Oh, Brad Kaya. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. another one before him, though, didn't they? Or uh, after him? um, uh, Who was it? Uh, I don't remember. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head, but yes, uh, I do remember. I got to Google this because it's going to bother me. Yeah. <sighs> Miami starting quarterbacks. Definitely wasn't Tate Martell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, don't you ever speak on Tate Martell's name <laughs> like that? It was last year, wasn't it? Um, I, I don't think it was last because year. he was starting for this. Uh, cause Stephen you, Morris, Stephen Morris, that's right, or Stephen Morris, Stephen or, Morris, uh, yeah. however
0: you pronounce it. Yeah. So yeah, him he was there 2013, and then Caio was there twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen.
1: Um, Who was a quarterback last year?
0: Uh, Corey Harris is there till two thousand eleven. Jacory Harris was a hell of a quarterback in Miami. I liked him. Oh, Malik Rozier. Malik Rozier, That's he right. was there until 2018. I don't know who the quarterback was last year though. Uh,
1: man, I remember when we played NCAA 14. I played with Miami with Jacory Harris. Oh my god, he used to be balling with him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So surprisingly enough, Virginia
0: Tech's favored after coming off of a loss to Liberty when oh, they were yeah. favored. Um, I don't see how you favor Virginia Tech in this game as much as, I, like, normally Normally, it's a decent game. Yeah. I don't like, know. Virginia Tech's 4-3, coming off a loss to Ooh, a group of five school. Yeah. They lost to Wake Forest. A team they that they should to- beat. And they lost to North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina at the time was a top 10 team. Right. So that I could see that them being a loss. But, still, but I mean, like, I'd, I'd, you say, you, still I'd put... say you probably lose. You should have beat
1: Liberty, too. Based on talent, you should have beat Liberty, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, you got a small Division One school against a top five, you know, a power five school.
0: Yeah, that's – I mean, they're probably top – I'd say they're top five in the ACC. Yeah, I mean, For Virginia sure. Tech,
1: used should be good. I mean, I liked Virginia Tech back in the day. Obviously, when they had Mike Vick, you know, your boy. Um, they had Tyra Taylor. Uh, I mean, they had ball players at, you know, V VTech. Mm-hmm. But they just haven't been able to get that hump over it, you know?
0: Yeah, I remember the year they beat Ohio State. Oh, yeah, that was a good day. That was a I good cried, day. I cried a few cheers that day.
1: But, uh... <laughs> that was a good day.
0: That's pretty depressing. But anyways, um, yeah, I definitely I, – I don't know how you favor Virginia Tech in this game. Like I said, um, I'm going to go with Miami just because they've been playing really good since the – Is it in Blacksburg
1: this year? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So, I don't know. So, I mean, they since they've lost to Clemson, they beat Pitt by 12. Yeah. They beat, they beat Virginia. I mean, they've had a lot of close games, but they've been to the point – they beat Virginia by five. Or yeah. Four, yeah, five. And then NC State by three. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of close games, but they've been pulling it out and I think Dear King Hey, a win's um, a win. Yeah, exactly. And I think Dear King can put points on the board no matter what. Right. And he'll end up getting the team a win. Um so I'm gonna head I'm gonna go with you and go with Miami on that right. one too.
1: I feel like if Miami like blew out the other teams that they beat, they'd probably be ranked in the top five. Honestly, because you know they're six and one, and I feel like they're one of the, you know, one of the better teams that that's a one loss team. You know, I'm not saying you know they're better than Clemson or Florida yeah. or you know teams like that, but I mean, they're not terrible. Like I've watched Miami play; they have ball players.
0: And... I think the issue with them though is like they're like, even though they're one loss and like you said, close games, and then they play in the ACC, right? So like, yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to compare them versus a Texas A&M that's played a lot tougher competition right, and right. only has one loss or a Florida that's played a lot tougher competition. Yeah. And then Clemson, obviously, is Clemson. They beat them, and it, it's Clemson.
1: Yeah. Now, let's, so, say, let's say, you know, hypothetically speaking, let's say Notre Dame drops the game against Boston College this weekend and Miami wins. How will that work out in the ACC championship game? Because you got Clemson, Notre Dame, and then Miami. If they, let's say Miami wins out the rest of the year.
0: Why I think I think they would have to do it based on um, probably I would assume that Notre Dame beat Clemson and then Clemson beat Miami. So your assumption would be that Notre Dame would beat Miami. Yeah, like uh, you know what I mean, like chain, like chain thing, like right. So Notre Dame beat Clemson and then Clemson beat Miami. So I think those are your top. I I don't know exactly, and there might be, um, and there might be something that's like uh. Not win percentage because your win percentage would be the same, but uh yeah, like strength or uh, what is it? I think it's like average points or something. I don't remember exactly what it is, but something like that maybe.
1: That would be interesting to watch, you know, only because you know all three of them deserve to be in it. You know, I mean, those are mm-hmm. some some top teams in in the, in college right now. But I don't know, it, it'd be interesting. I'm surprised Notre Dame's not playing Miami this year. Yeah, I
0: think. um I think it was more because, like, hey, you're playing Clemson, so we're not going to give you Miami.
1: Yeah. I mean, even though it would have been a better, you know, a, a schedule that we would like to see, but still, you know.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what how they picked the schedules. But I mean, I guess it's the same way with Ohio State. Like, they didn't have to play Wisconsin during the season or Minnesota during the season. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly how. I mean, it sucks this week that all these games are canceled.
1: I know, man. Like, it's like five five or six games that have been canceled. Like, four of them came from the SEC.
0: Well, there's more than five or six. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Oh, my 14, God. Fifteen games that are canceled or postponed. Ooh, wow. I mean, That's a lot of games. And, obviously, all the SEC games have been postponed, and they're, they're going to be trying to be played again. But, like, um, the, the, Alabama time... LS, the Alabama LSU games probably not going to get played. no. Because LSU's already rescheduled their game in Florida, so there's no room for that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ohio State and Maryland's not getting replayed because there's no room in the Big Ten schedule for it. I mean, to get you guys back. already got
1: a thin schedule as it is.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's no pie weeks, so they're not getting played. Which I actually would have liked to see that game because I think Maryland would have put up a good game. Um, I, I think Ohio State. I think Ohio State would have pulled out the win by a yeah. decent amount, but I do think Maryland would have give them a decent game.
1: I Um, think that would have been a game that would show what Tua's brother has, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. What can he bring to the stage against a top team like this, you know, one of the best defenses in the country, you know, like, can he actually, Yeah, 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 like, can he actually produce against a team like that? That would have been interesting to see. Yeah,
0: and then, like, I mean. It would have given – and I I kind of – I'm glad that it happened too because it gives Ohio State some extra time to prepare for Indiana. So as an Ohio State fan, I feel a little bit more uh, – less weary about the Indiana game. Yeah, you game. kind of
1: feel relieved. You know. Yeah. like Even you don't I, have to worry about the injuries. You don't have to worry about none of that. Just leave yeah. it all out against Indiana.
0: Yeah, and then you get more time to prepare for Michael Phoenix Jr. And a little bit more yeah. time to prep for it. But And then, I mean, Texas A&M-Tennessee was postponed. Georgia-Missouri postponed. Uh, Coastal Carolina was postponed. Auburn-Mississippi State was postponed. Man,
1: that's, that's some some key games that are not being played this weekend, yep. you know?
0: Gardner-Webb-Charlotte was canceled. Uh, North Texas yeah. and UAB was canceled. Rice-Louisiana Tech postponed. Memphis Navy was postponed. Yeah. Pittsburgh-Georgia Tech postponed. Air Force-Wyoming canceled. Man, Cal- I took...
1: I tell you what though I was at Buffalo Wild Wings earlier watching the ECU and Cincinnati game and I tell you what Oh
0: yeah did you see that fake punt that they did on fourth down Yeah <laughs> and
1: I seen the interview with the two head coaches at the end of the game and I think um, ECU's coach they he was pretty upset about it and as uh, he should have been because I mean you're up already like-
0: it was like forty-two to ten, I think.
1: Yeah, you're up like thirty-something points. I mean, come on, man! Like, why are you running a fake punt? <laughs> you know, that's kind of I don't know. Yeah, not I something mean, I would do.
0: Not for sure. I mean, but at the same time, like, I guess it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, now is—is is this like, is this a year where you can say, you know, is this a Cinderella year for Cincinnati, or is this? a turn of a program, you know? Like, are, are, is Cincinnati a top program now in the American Conference, you know? like I mean,
0: I think, they, I think they've been a top program for a few years. I mean, they were undefeated last year outside of – I mean, they, they had – I'm sorry, they had one loss to Ohio State, which, granted, a, it's Ohio State.
1: But they won 10 and, games.
0: Well, I know, but I'm saying, and then they made it to the last week of the season, lost to Memphis, and then lost to Memphis again. And they were ranked right. in the top 10 at the time. So, I mean, they were top program then, and then the year before they were up there too. So, I mean, I think you could say they've been a top program. But I think after this year, if they continue to stay solid, win the rest of the year, you can say they're the best team in the AAC. UCF's out of it. Memphis obviously hasn't looked good this year in yeah. um Tulsa Tulsa's okay, I guess. Or SMU, whatever. yeah. S- SMU's okay. But, I mean, Cincinnati yeah. blew them out of the water. So, yeah. I think you I, could say they've taken I don't know. Would like, you
1: like consider them in a playoff spot though? Like I bring this up every week, you know. Like, I
0: think it just it depends on how it plays out, man. Like I said, I would rather have them in over a two win Florida or a two win or two win a two loss Florida or a two loss, whoever. But if there's a one loss team that's played significant more or significantly like if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, I mean that's gotta be your two that are in. But if like
1: it, I don't know. I, I don't think that would be fair to Cincinnati just because, oh, yeah, hey, let's put, you know,
0: Notre Dame and Clemson in the playoffs. But... Yeah, but if they beat each other, then how do you say no to that? Yeah. I mean, if, Notre, if Notre Dame's beating Cle- beats Clemson in the ACC championship, then obviously then you have to consider putting them in there. But if... um if they end up beating each other, then it's hard to say, like, oh, one deserves to be out and one deserves to be in.
1: Right. Because they're Man, both right there. What if Notre Dame beat Clemson again, though? Like, that would be crazy. Yeah, it would be, especially if they had Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely going to be a game to watch just to see, you know, how Trevor Lawrence is going to come back and, you know – Mentally prepare for that game. Like he's gotta go out there and be like, oh shit, you know, we already lost to this team once, but I wasn't playing, but still, you know, like I gotta go out there and prove something.
0: Yeah, um I don't I don't see it happening.
1: But I I guess it I mean it could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. But let's but let's say that if it does then you gotta put Cincinnati in there. Yeah, I mean unless
0: unless Florida beats Alabama, then you have to put both of them in there, probably. Mm, yeah, that is true. But other than, if everything stays the same and Notre Dame beats Clemson again, then, yeah, I think Cincinnati slides in there for sure. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a way you can keep them out at that point.
1: Oh, yeah. For, no, definitely not. But I still think – I mean, they're, they are in the top ten. They were ranked number seven, but yeah, I, I still I just, think they should be in the top five. Yeah, what sucks is that they don't have
0: any more tough games on their schedule, I don't think.
1: Yeah, so they're all... Well, they play I mean, UCF. I, I wouldn't really say... You UCF, know, Temple, and Tulsa. Right. I mean, I wouldn't really say cakewalk games because, you know, every time you walk in, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a cakewalk. You know, see what happens every time somebody loses.
0: Yeah. Um, I think there's obviously definitely... A, a potential upset with UCF, and then Tulsa has been decent this year. But um, I I think if they went out and then something dramatic happens in the top four, then I think you do have to slide them in
1: there personally. Right. Well, with A&M not playing this week, and they do have that one loss, I feel like they deserve to be in the top five, uh, Cincinnati I'm speaking, just because, you know, A&M didn't play... Um they have that one loss and you know Cincinnati still undefeated. Yeah, but you have to consider that they'd have they'd jump Florida then. Uh yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right. So I mean if Florida looks bad then maybe, but um I, I just like like we were talking about last week, I don't see how you can put Florida over A and M, first of all. So if you're gonna <sighs> drop A and M then you have to put Florida over them. Yeah. Even with the head to head um, I feel like
1: I feel like the only way, a Florida would be above a And M is if a And M either drops a game or Florida, Florida beats just Bama. plays lights out for the rest of the year. You know, yeah. like I mean, dropping forty points a game, only allowing the not even that.
0: If they beat if they beat Bama, then they jump.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. Because
0: then you've beat a team. You lost. You lost them. Yeah, right. Lefardfully, but then now you have beat a team that beat the crap out of a and so you've kind of made up for it and yeah, proven like, hey, that was just the early game jitters, you know what I mean, or that was just a mistake, whatever. Right. It was a fluke. So now you've proven that by beating the top team in the SEC necessarily, or top team in the country, really.
1: Yeah. yeah it, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that Florida <laughs> pulls it off against Alabama, only because I feel like they do have a chance just because Alabama's defense hasn't been the same yeah, yeah. I, I
0: just I just think Alabama's defense is overall better than Florida's, and
1: they like, are.
0: And I think offensively, you're pretty comparable. I mean, besides, I I think, I mean, I could say their quarterbacks are pretty decent, or you could lean one way or the yeah. other, but it's not by much. I'd say receiving core, you give it to Alabama. I, I just say
1: don't, yeah. running
0: back, you give it to Alabama. Yeah, I and just and don't then, think
1: Florida's DBs can cover you know,
0: Alabama's receivers exactly. And then anything. I mean, like, and I think on. Alabama's defense, they have a good enough defense that, like, okay, we'll stay here and score 7-7, 14-14. Like, we'll keep it up with you, but at some point, like, Patrick is going to catch a pick, or Dylan Moses is going to cause the fumble. Like, something's going to happen that changes right. it, and they get that an extra 7-point lead on you and make it 28-14. Instead of right. it being 21-14, you guys driving and scoring, then it, it's out of reach. And then you're still having a shootout, but Alabama's just always 7 points ahead.
1: Right. We're going to have to play catch-up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then yeah. You're, now you're gonna have to have something happen to force that back into your hands. Yeah. So I I just think like if Florida plays a mistake mistake free clean game, then they, they have the they have a they have a chance. But yeah. because like you said, I don't I don't think any defenses have looked amazing this year. No. Ohio State hasn't. Clemson hasn't. Florida hasn't. Georgia hasn't necessarily. Um Ohio or not Ohio State. Uh Alabama hasn't. I mean, like no, no defenses have necessarily like jumped off the page and like, dang, like this is a solid defense right here. Besides Notre Dame's necessarily, yeah. and Notre Dame's is only in the run game. Like they got torched in the past game, right, by a freshman. So, I mean, you put, and I mean, I'd say that Clemson probably doesn't even have a top three receiving core in the country. Probably, like yeah. you put Justin Fields on uh, Justin Fields against that defense with. Their receiving core, or you put Kyle Trask in that against that defense with their receiving core, or you put um, Mac Jones in that de- against that defense with their receiving core. I think they put up even more numbers.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like obviously, you might be able not be able to run the ball. Like you take Najee Harris out of the game, or you take uh, what's your running back named Pierce, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, you take him out of the game. You take Master Teague out of the game. But I think like offensively with the receiving weapons, like you put up more points
1: probably. Yeah.
0: Just because you have a better quarterback, and then you have better wide
1: receivers, so right, yeah, I agree. No, but I think
0: I think Notre Dame's been the most impressive defense overall so far,
1: yeah, in my opinion. But I mean, yeah. uh, I yeah. don't know. Uh, I mean, if Ohio State, you know, figures it out, you know, with brand new faces on defense, literally, you know, almost everybody from that defense went, you know, to the NFL last year, so they got a. Figure something out, you know, make make it click, and they can be the most complete team like they were last year. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I think the talents there is just um like it's the issue of like the the linebackers are playing well, the D line's playing good for being a young D line, and then like I think I think it's just the back end. I mean, basically, you have four new starting DBs. Yeah, like you lost Jordan Fuller, who is our. Our only safety because basically Ohio State runs three corners and one safety, right? Or, or you can call him a nickel and he runs he runs safety corner at the same time, kind of. But anyways, um, you lost Okuda, you lost Arnett, you lost um, Fuller, and then basically you lost Sean by putting him outside, which I understand. I mean, he's the best corner; you have to put him outside, Man. but. That's not where he's
1: used to playing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's so not, he you know? he
0: basically is learning a whole new position. So he's basically a freshman in that role almost. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So he's got to learn everything. He's like, I mean, any of those freshmen that you put in there that haven't gotten any reps, like he's constantly trying to get reps in there to get better at it. But he's basically a fresh face there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you're
0: re- you're basically restarting your DBs.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. So I and
0: I and. Um, I was watching this YouTube video about it the other day, but, like, I, I think it's just going to take reps. They're all young. They're all talented. It's just going to take time being on the field and just practice.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still don't see them losing a game this year, but, you know, I think this year will make them, you know, come together And next year, you know, with that, that young defense, them becoming sophomores or, you know, or juniors, juniors whatever, or whatever the case may be. I think they could be, you know – The most complete team, but at the same time, you got to replace Justin Fields. You know, you got to replace Chris Olave. You know, things like that. Yeah, and I mean, but at the same
0: time, like those guys do have a chance to stay again.
1: They do, but if they don't,
0: if they don't win the national championship, like I feel like those guys could possibly stay. Like those are just like just that's just the type of guys that they are. Um, They
1: could, but I feel like if. But at the same time, I I don't. Yeah, you don't count on that. Yeah,
0: you don't. You don't count on them staying.
1: You, no. you count that, hey, no. they're going
0: to leave, right? And if they right. come back, awesome, great. Yeah. But you count on them, hey, they're going to leave, and now we have to replace them, which they have the talent to replace them. I mean, they recruited four top ten receivers in the country last year. Yeah. They have, I think he was the number two dual threat quarterback in the nation or number three dual threat quarterback in the nation, and then they had the number two pro-style quarterback in the nation come. Yeah. So, like, they, in the same recruiting class. So I'm like, you have the talent there. It's just you gotta. It's right back to the same situation as the DBs. It's just reps, reps, reps.
1: Right. But we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, they'll never be in a drought. They'll never go multiple seasons without making the playoffs. (laughs) I mean, that's just not who they are and what they do. But
1: nah, not anymore.
0: No, but I mean, may have a season or two where they don't like. They don't make the national championship, or they just don't look. They might drop a game somewhere, but. We'll see.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: But other than that, I guess we'll call it a night. All right, my friend. All right, Brody. Catch you later. Yes, sir.